0: do you lack fantasy football and sports betting come join us here at the parley fantasy football podcast where hosts matt shane and jason talk about fantasy players lineups and sports betting to help you compete and win championships and of course some extra cash let's jump right into the show
1: Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Parlay Fantasy Football Podcast. Matt, Shane, Jason with you guys here on w- another wonderful night. Another week of upcoming NFL football. Guys, remember this is our fantasy segment where we talk about players that we like, some players that we're a little more down on, potentially waiver wire pickups and so on and so forth, and a little bit of news. So, um, that being said, guys, go back on Wednesday morning. Check out our betting episode, guys. We're going to get right, okay? We had a little bit of a down week uh, last week, um, but this week, hopefully, we get right. Hopefully, you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving, lots of uh, yummy food to fill those tummies of your guys's. and, yeah, so just remember, guys, if you want to, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, I'm thinking about, like, turkey and ham already again, and, like, I felt like I got my full of it, but at the same time, I'm like, gosh, dang, I kind of want some more, but before these guys introduce their wonderful faces... Remember, guys, go and check us out on all our social medias on X. You can find Shane at Shane ParlayFF. You can find Jason at Jason ParlayFF. And you can find myself at Matt underscore ParlayFF. And go and subscribe and leave some five-star reviews on all of our podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, all of them. We're everywhere. So, that being said, you two, how are you guys doing tonight?
2: I am doing great, sir. It is great to be back on this beautiful beautiful day we are a day away from football which is the main key here and you know what it's the holiday season man and i'm gonna be honest with you turkey's overrated don't at me <laughs>
1: hey I, I totally agree there guys we are gonna uh, stall a little bit i think we lost jason uh, i don't know if his phone died or something like that but yeah i actually i kind of do agree with you turkey's like not the best but ham is amazing Wait.
2: If you had to fire and ice a Thanksgiving meal, Ooh. what are you firing? Like, what's your most underrated dish? What's your most overrated dish? Go. Mm, I think
1: the most overrated is turkey. Uh, obviously, that's what kind of everybody thinks about when they think about Thanksgiving is turkey. And a lot of the times, unless it's a little, if it's if you got turkey that's a little juicy, it's okay. But if it's dry, then you then you oh, have yeah. to just like mash it with some mashed potatoes. But I think the most underrated, in my personal opinion is cheesy potatoes. A lot of people go a lot of people go with the mashed
2: potatoes, but the cheesy potatoes is kind of where it's at. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Look, I think the most overrated dish is stuffing. Mm. Like number one, it's just a bad casserole. And (laughs) speaking of casseroles my I think my most underrated dish is green bean casserole, especially yeah. like that cheesy green right, sauce. Yeah, oh. yeah, I was right there.
1: I was real close to saying that one too. Jason, what's your most real quick, Jason, what's your most underrated uh, what's your most underrated Thanksgiving
0: Hey meal? Y'all being a Kansas State fan, it's like y'all know how to react whenever like snowstorms happen? Because I don't think you're like right there mentally when it happens because it's not green bean it's <laughs> he can't even think of this dish now no. he just no. went off on a tangent no. it's... <laughs> it's uh broccoli casserole happens in the sense to where when you don't let a freshman rush over three hundred yards. yards. What are you? What are you? I I don't
2: know what he's talking about. Let's I just, think he I think he hit that broccoli broccoli casserole a little bit too hard himself. I,
0: um, I, I did just hit the broccoli casserole a little bit too much. Okay. <laughs> um, I had to turn I had to my phone to, in order to get that fucking broccoli casserole. Point all right. Out there.
1: All right. We are gonna jump into today's episode. Let's get off that topic. Um. So yeah, we had a we had a we had a, a crazy week of football. A lot of teams, guys, the the Vikings and Bears, it had to have been the most one of the most boring games on the face of the planet. It was awful. Awful.
2: We, imagine being able to flex out games and still not asking to do so. Uh,
1: yeah, right. It it was just absolutely it was absolutely crazy. Before we actually get into our fire and ice picks, Shane, is there anybody on the waiver wire that you are targeting at this point in time, knowing that Playoffs are are coming. They're right around the corner, and there's a lot of teams on by. Guys, remember there are six teams on by this week. So there are. There, it, there's a lot of fantasy players that are not going to be on your yeah. rosters
2: this week. So your your top targets as far as the weeks ahead, uh, Juwan Johnson. If you need to fill in tight end, is a great pickup. Yeah, uh, Zach Moss. If you need a running back with JT's questionable uh, future, uh, Ty Chandler, who's on by this week. Somebody may be forced to drop him if he's, ad, if he's in your league and he has a role in that offense, so uh, it's not a bad candidate to have. Uh, Roshan Johnson is also great for needy running back people, Yeah, which, I mean, let's be honest, everybody needs running backs. And listen, Josh Palmer. Yeah. Bro, if he's out there, if somebody drops him, you guys don't have IR spots, whatever the situation is, Josh Palmer it should be added. Odell Beckham, Jalen Hyatt, those are wide receivers. For quarterbacks, good luck. Maybe Gardner Minshew. Like Maybe. that's it's, <laughs> it's rough out there for QBs. I'm sorry. Good luck.
1: Hey, real quick, Shane, I'm going to ask because I want to get your opinion on this because I know you were high on this guy, especially for dynasty leagues. Is At Perry worth a pickup this week with Rashid Shahid out and with Chris Olave probably not playing? Do you let me let me kind of rephrase this question? For for redraft leagues, who would you rather have if you had to play a person on the a pass catcher on the Saints? Would you rather have At Perry, Jawan Johnson, or Taysom Hill? I know that I know it's different positions, but do you think At Perry is a worthwhile pickup for like
2: for for redraft leagues for this week? Uh, so weirdly enough, I think At Perry would immediately fit into everybody's slot role. Okay. Uh, the Lions have allowed the fifth most PPR points per target to wide receivers since week six. Okay. So he fits in great with with uh, what would be a starting two wide receiver set. The only issue is he's attached to Derek Carr, which means he will not score a touchdown because the Saints are allergic to those. Derek Carr is a one in the red zone. They are. So uh, Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, A.T. Perry is definitely somebody you could plug and play this week if you have the need.
1: And then, what about guys like um, like Michael Gallup? Is he worth a pickup? Tyler Boyd? If they're out there on your waiver wire, are those guys? If you are a wide receiver needy team, are those guys worth you know being able to potentially play
2: this week? Boyd, no, um, I don't want to be attached to that whatsoever. And Gallup, I could get behind it, but I think there's probably better options. Yeah, um, Demario Douglas, Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. Noah Brown. Um, those would be three guys that I would look at. Um, also, I mean, if you're, if you're really down the charts, Jalen Hyatt and Jonathan Mingo would both be guys that I would be willing to bank on hitting that like second half of the NFL, uh, like first season, like that rookie season bounce. You usually get it in these last six weeks of the season. Uh, so Jalen Hyatt, I know you're t- attaching to, you know, Tommy DeVito and, uh, Jonathan Mingo, I know you're attaching yourself to Bryce Young, but. Hey, it ain't ugly. It, 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 you know, it, <laughs> if, you, if you're waiver wire shopping for wide receivers right now, it's it's ugly if you are if you are scraping the bottom.
1: Right. Jason, do you have any thoughts?
0: No, I agree with that 100%. It's more so what he said. It's like, hey, do you want to go Gallup? Do you want to go who I've seen on my waiver wire bench? It's like or when I go Mike, er, uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I don't... Brandon I
1: don't if he was out there, that's 100% a pickup. I don't know that how much he's out there in leagues. He's
0: probably owned in like 80-90% right.
1: of leagues, I would guess.
0: But my thing with Brandon Cooks is, and especially in all of my 10-12 team leagues that I've been in, I'm hesitant in starting him. I don't want to start him because I don't know what Dallas is Offense is going to look like, but in the past three weeks, he's shown
1: up. Yeah, he has. Let me ask you Which this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me ask you this, both of you guys: is if Elijah Moore's out on your waiver wire, are you taking a you taking a taking a chance with him? I know, I know that we don't know. I don't. I don't think that DTR is probably going to play, but there is a possibility. Uh, PJ Walker would be the guy. Is Elijah Moore
2: a look at? I was much more comfortable with DCR under center. Uh, throwing the ball to Elijah Moore. Um, if I was I looking know. for somebody with like that high upside, I would go like Khalil Shakur. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. like that would be that would be my pivot. Like, yeah, there's just too many question marks about and more get the. I like, can can either PJ Walker or Joe Flacco's corpse get the ball to Elijah Moore um, in any way where he has space, and so I would much rather just put the chips in on Khalil Shakur and and pray he catches a ninety-five yard touchdown pass. Yeah.
1: No thoughts. All right. Hell no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Real quick before we jump into our segment, I do want to ask you guys a question because I actually have seen this circ- circling around a lot. If well, actually, first before I jump into that, if Antonio Gibson is out, is
2: he still hurt? He, uh, still- he was banged up. He was banged up last week. Uh, I believe he's supposed to play this week. That could if be. he's out there, he's he's worth a spot start. It's a great situation for him because yeah, they are what, going to be trailing in that game.
1: That's why. That's why. That's why I was asking there. Um, what's going on in Carolina running backs? Because we know that Chuba Hubbard had a pretty good week last week, but Miles Sanders still out touched him. It, if you obviously, I I think I know the answer, but if you if you had to start one of them, I'm I'm assuming you guys would start Chuba over Miles, even though Miles is still getting more run. Like, what's going on with Miles Sanders?
0: Are you asking me or Shane?
1: Either one. You can you can say your input first, Jay.
0: Tuba Hubbard is the better running back over Miles Sanders. I will say that right now. But it's one of those things to where neither running back has the opportunity to display themselves as a RB1. Yeah. They have a shitty offensive line. Mm -hmm. They have a terrible play caller. They just fired their offensive, or they just fired their head coach. This is where I love Chuba Hubbard and this situation and or Miles Sanders. But I think Chuba is going to get the benefit of what's going on. If they put Bryce Young underneath center, it's going to be the same thing that's so been happening. Would you,
1: would you rather start Miles Sanders or Antonio Cuba. Gibson? If you had to pick between Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson, which one are you starting? If you had to start one.
2: Miles. Right. Oh, I'm starting Antonio Gibson. It's not by a lot, but it's by – yeah, it's by a little bit. Um, yeah. Don't go ahead, Shane. I think that Gibson offers a significantly higher ceiling. Than Sanders, if I am forced to start either of them, Gibson would be the guy I'd roll with for the fact that there's a chance that Gibson, tours, there's a chance that, that Carolina man. doesn't see the other side of the field. Yeah. is <laughs> a hey, Shane Since you're, since <laughs> you you're a KC fan,
1: since you're a KC fan, do you, if you, cause again, there's a lot of teams on by and there's a lot of guys that need to win this week to make a playoff run. <laughs> this is going to sound dirty, But would you start – or would you pick up C.H. and flex him? If if McKinnon is out, would you pick him up and flex him against Green Bay and Lambeau?
2: No, not a chance. Uh, I mean, he he had some good runs. He showed first. But, like, he's so far in doghouse with that offense that, yeah. I, I wouldn't touch CEH with a 10-foot pole right now, even, <laughs> even if McKinnon's out, man. It's, uh, it's rough. He t- he, like, he played a lot. Like, he had a ton of snaps, but he had three touches. That's how little the Chiefs wanted to give him the ball. Yeah. He played, like, <laughs> 30% of snaps, and he touched the ball three times. Like, I, 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 I can't get behind that whatsoever. Right.
1: All right, boys, let's jump into the segment here. Trust bust. All right, y'all, you know how this works now, okay? Uh, these are players that we are a little higher on on the week and a little lower on on the week. Now, obviously, guys, at this point in time in the season, you probably can't afford to start or, or you can't probably afford to bench some of the guys that we will talk about, especially with this being another big bye week. But – these are just players, again, that we are a little wary on. They might be banged up. They might not just be producing as much as what we had hoped that they would, and so on and so forth. So take that into 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 some consideration here, okay? Uh, Jason, why don't you start us off with your fire picks and rifle through them.
0: Brock Purdy versus the Eagles this week. Give me that. I think the Eagles are one of those teams that are suspect versus the past. We all saw what Josh Allen did to them, but just choked later in the game. Maybe Brock Purdy being able to pick apart a secondary versus the Eagles that has been sus all year. I love it. I'm going with the hot hand on this one. Give me Kyron Williams. I love it versus the Cincinnati or, sorry, Cleveland Browns defense. I know defense that we've seen all year versus a, versus a run. I don't like it versus Kyron Williams, who's been healthy, who's shown last week that he's going to score a couple of TDs. Give me that versus a defense that's been stout. Lastly, give me Christian Watson. Christian Watson showed up out of the blue. I love it. Jordan Love. I don't know where you've been all year with him and that connection, but I like him at a wide receiver to play for Christian, Christian Watson. Lastly, I'm going to go with Pat Fairmuth for a tight end. Oh, yeah. He showed us that, Hey, you've been out for multiple weeks. It's phenomenal that he showed up with what he did last week, and I'm going to trust it, and I'm going to keep on trusting it, and give me Pat Frowness as a start.
2: What you got, Big Dog? Yeah, first off, I love everything about that except for Christian Watson going up against the Chiefs defense.
0: And it's a risk. It's a risk-reward play.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jaden reads the moon. Um, Listen, my quarterback that is fire or, or trust this week, and again, I'm Matt, Matt explained earlier, but I I view this as a consensus rating where uh, I'm higher than the average ranker. Uh, I think Russell Wilson will finish above 17, which is where he's at on the expert consensus rating. I think he probably finishes somewhere around like quarterback 10 this week in a favorable matchup against the Houston Texans. Uh, my running back that is fired for this week, give me Rashad White. The man is balling out recently, continuing to uh, have a favorable matchup against Carolina who does not look like they could stop a run if they were I don't know, a wall yeah. I, I had I was going somewhere with that and I lost it, so anyway uh, we are going back to the well again for these next two picks I picked Josh Downs last week that worked, I'm going to pick him again this week against Tennessee another great matchup Another bad defense. Chalk it up again going back to the well. Logan Thomas disappointed last week, but I'm gonna give him a shot again. The first time that he hasn't had more than five targets since week six. I think it's a fluke. I think it was a ugly game that got out of hand on Thanksgiving. And I'll chalk it up to uh yeah, just some miscommunication. They they got a little over full on on what they were thinking they were gonna do. So Logan Thomas this week's a rebound against Miami who has been absolutely atrocious versus tight ends.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I like those picks as well. Um, All right, I'm going to jump in here with my fire picks, guys. My quarterback, I am going to make a little change here. Uh, Shane alluded to it earlier about the Dolphins playing in Washington. It's supposed to be real nasty. And if it is bad weather, I'm going to make a pivot here. I do like that play if for some reason it's not bad weather, but I'm going to switch it up. Give me Trevor Lawrence versus Cincinnati playing at home. The Jaguars are hot right now. They are looking like a heavy contender in the AFC. If they can stay hot, they're gonna have to do it on the back of Trevor Lawrence. I do feel like Zay Jones being back in the lineup from injury and and all and you know a little bit of legal issue. I think that do that does open up that offense and helps that offense out greatly. So give me Trevor Lawrence. My running back to start guys is Najee Harris versus Arizona. Najee looked extremely good last week and we all know in the past the past couple years Najee has kind of been a second half running back of the season so I like Jalen Warren in this lineup as well against the Arizona Cardinals I think they're both gonna produce a heavy workload against this Arizona defense that is not like I'm not saying that they're the worst defense in the NFL but they're they're not that great and they're playing it in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's Feels like they're a little they're going on a little bit of a roll here. So give me Najee Harris there. Uh Shane alluded to it. He picked Josh Downs. I'm going opposite of him too. Give me Michael Pittman playing against Tennessee. Listen, Shane said their defense is terrible. Whether or not Gardner Minshew gets it done, I do feel like both these wide receivers are going to get hella targets. We saw it last week. Michael Pittman had a phenomenal week last week. And I do think that both these wide receivers are going to get a lot of targets, even though even if Tennessee wins, I do think that they're both going to get a lot of run here. So give me Michael Pittman there. My tight end start of the week is a guy that was a little down last week. It's Dalton Schultz playing against Denver, playing at home against Denver. Everybody was so quick to just be like, yep, Dalton Schultz, you're out. You're off my fantasy team. I'm dropping you. I'm, I'm doing this and that. No, 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 no. Not so fast, my friends. Okay. Start him against Denver. They are a susceptible defense against tight ends. And I think CJ Stroud's going to, going to send quite a few targets his way this week. So, Fire up Dalton Schultz this week and do it with confidence. Uh Jason, what are your ice picks?
0: It's hard for me to do my ice picks this week. I'm icing Herbert this week, and I really, really, really don't want to. I think Herbert has one of those weeks to where he doesn't perform like he did, like he did last week, especially with a good defense. Gimme an ice on Herbert. I'm gonna skip running back because I'm not too sure. I'm gonna ice. I'm gonna ice every single Atlanta player until they show me that they can actually show me that they can do something well because they have not. Pitts, Bijan, Bijan actually performed this week, but any single pass catcher at Atlanta is not gonna perform well. Big B. I'm gonna ice Higby this week. I don't I don't like him going up against hey yo. Are you are you good to go? Are you
1: okay? <laughs> All right. Uh Shane, something's wrong with uh Jason's mic. So uh Shane, what you got?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with J Love Ice him against the Kansas City Chiefs. Bad matchup. Uh he's gonna come back to Earth after some stellar play recently. I'm also going to ice Joe Mixon. Uh, that offense looks absolutely destitute without uh, Joey B. So um, going up against great run defense in Jacksonville, I don't love that for him either. I'm going to ice Puka Nakua as my wide receiver. Look, that, that pains me because I was a Nakua stan all fucking year, and you guys know that. Um, so Puka versus Cleveland, not a great matchup. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, Trey McBride is my tight end. I'm going to ice. It's not that I don't think that he can still have a startable week. Again, I just don't think he will perform up to, you know, the top five tight ends this week. I expect Alton Schultz to revolt in there and I could see Pat and, and maybe someone further down that list uh, vault up in the situation, just based off of, and it's, a, it's a tough matchup. Arizona is in a, in an unfortunate matchup for Trey McBride. So. Um, yeah, those are my ices for the week.
1: I like those. Those are those are pretty solid. Those are pretty solid deals. Um do you have something to say, Jason? No? All right. Uh all right. So my quarterback ice of the week, guys. It's a little it's 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 obviously a guy that you're not gonna bench. I'm just saying that the expectation of him this week could be a little could be a lot lower. It's Jalen Hurts. The guy does not look right. Okay, I know that he had a very, very, very huge comeback game against Buffalo, but their defense is not that great. This week they are playing San Francisco. It's going to be a whole other ball game. I'm going to tell you right now, if he goes into halftime with 30 yards passing, the second half he's not going to have another 295 yards passing. That's just not going to happen. So, just lower your expectations. I think he'll have an okay. He'll have a serviceable week. Obviously, you're not going to bench him, but he's not going to put up 40 fantasy points like he did against Buffalo. And that was an incredible comeback game from him. So I just have lower expectations this week playing against a very formidable and on fire San Francisco team. I think they could lose this week. Uh, my my running back ice guys, it's Brian Robinson playing against Miami. If Antonio Gibson is back this week, I think that Antonio Gibson is going to have a little bit more play than what people realize. Like Shane said earlier, it's supposed to be nasty and sloppy out. So they're probably going to start out running the ball heavily with Brian Robinson, but they're going to get down and they're going to get down quick. So I don't, I don't like that play this week. My wide receiver ice is opposite of Jason. I'm, I, I'm icing the Green Bay wide receivers. Okay, Jaden Reed, I think will have a little bit of run, but this Kansas City defense, y'all, is for real now. Okay, and I think they're going to have a pretty good week. I know they're playing in Lambeau, and it's, it's just a different atmosphere there, but. I'm just i not a big believer in the Green Bay Packers wide receiver core this week against Kansas City because Kansas City needs to keep winning, so they have to keep playing well. My tight end ice, guys, it's David Njoku uh, playing against the Rams, playing at the Los Angeles Rams. We don't know what quarterback's going to be there, whether it's DTR or whether it's P.J. Walker, but either or, I just don't really like any of the receiving options in Cleveland. So David Njoku is my ice of the week. And remember, guys, that playoffs are coming. You need to start focusing on on certain things. You need to start looking at matchup schedules, lineups, waiver wire, steals, uh, and watch to see if anybody had to drop anybody this week that is a serviceable player because there are a lot of teams on by. So if someone did, then go and snatch them up. That could help your your roster in the future, okay? That's going to wrap up tonight's episode, guys. Remember, go back and listen to our betting episode. Check us out on all our socials. Subscribe, review. Do what you do, and we're going to keep doing what we do. And with that being said, you know what to do.
2: The Rams have one of the most favorable matchups going forward in the playoffs. Take advantage of it, the more you know.
1: That's right. Jason gave us the big old heart. Are you back? Nope, his mic is still not working. So, Jason gave us the heart. He says love you. Until next time, bye-bye.